0: RSL plays games against Vancouver, San Jose, and Columbus while we think about what the future holds for some players on the bench. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast.
1: Welcome back to here at the Riot. This is Josh here, and I got Dax with me. How you doing, Dax?
0: I'm doing good. I'm just here on the other end of this call. I mean, you're, our podcast. You're in the desert. I'm I'm in the desert. Why am I in the desert? Yeah,
1: Utah. You know.
0: Is, I mean, I guess it's a desert.
1: I mean, like half the states a desert.
0: Are you saying and we're, that we're you're already
1: off topic?
0: Are you saying that you're better than me because you don't live in a desert?
1: No, I actually miss the desert.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm going to come back someday.
0: All right, dude, yeah, come back. Whatever. So we yeah. can get season tickets to to the games and and go. Yeah. Anyways, um so Oh my
1: goodness, I just you just reminded me of the Apple TV deal.
0: Uh bleh. we we'll talk about that. I we could talk yeah, about that. We're... That might be the first thing we talk about now put it on the
1: list. Um,
0: <laughs> so, um it's been a little while since we've done kind of like, I mean, since we've done like a normal episode. Um our last episode was our interview with Michael Chang. So if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen to it because it was so it was so cool that first of all he agreed to do that with us. And second of all, it was really fun to do. Michael's a, a really chill dude. Um, it was really fun to talk to him. So if you haven't listened to that, I would highly recommend it. And it's one of our short shorter episodes. I think it's the shortest, actually. It should be. It is the shortest. Sorry, I'm checking this in real time. It is the shortest. So you don't even have to block out a lot like a long time to listen to it so you have no excuse um but anyways there you go. that i yeah so anyways we haven't recorded in a while because well we were doing the michael chang interview and it was in spanish so i had to do translation it was a lot more editing than
1: <laughs> i usually do um so that was one and... thing and I couldn't help at all because, you know, it was in Spanish. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm I'm you know, I'm sure. I, I feel like you would have done a great job if you had to do it by yourself, Josh. But I I, I decided to do it by myself.
1: I considered offering to you know run it through Google Translate, but figured. Uh, <laughs> We should do Michael justice and make sure we didn't mess up anything. <laughs> so, yeah. And we included the original
0: audio just to be safe. In yeah, case so anyone... you guys
1: know that it actually happened.
0: Well, yeah. And I, I mean, I was thinking, you know, just in case I mistranslated something. But yeah, it's the it's original audio. So, for all you haters. Saying that we didn't interview Michael Elche, we actually did.
1: We're hoping that someone out there also speaks Spanish, and then they can listen to the the actual clip, because that would be cool. You know, I yeah. thought it was cool that that uh, that we even had the option. Oh yeah, don't we we're bilingual, so yeah. Don't
0: don't mind my accent. I I haven't spoken Spanish in a long time, so I probably sound really bad, but. Michael seemed to understand. Anyways, um, so we had that, and then we were also, um, we had a couple of trips. I went down to St. George, and Josh went on a trip as well. California, baby. Yeah, that's kind of better than mine. Nah, St. George is pretty cool. Do we have any St. George listeners out there? St. George is pretty cool. Um, But yeah, so we're back. We're back this week. I know we missed quite a bit of. We missed quite a bit of stuff, Josh.
1: Yeah, I I didn't think it would be that big a deal, but so much has happened. So much to talk about. Yeah. Here
0: Um, we go. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess first of all, we're we're ad libbing here, but we'll talk about the uh, MLS Apple Plus deal. Um, so MLS made a deal with Apple plus, if you, if you couldn't
1: tell, um, is it all their games, all of them? Yes. That, that's part of why everyone's like, oh, it's such a big deal is because like, uh, this will be the first league sports league where Apple encompasses the whole league where yeah, this I'm no expert here, but... Um, you but know, other TV leads, deal like, expert? Yeah, like, you look at uh, college football, something like that, and mm-hmm. different teams will have different TV deals. Each conference has its own TV deal. Like, it's all split up, and yeah. there's no, like, oversight. There's no all-encompassing entity that's over the entire league. And so this will be the first time where Apple is just controlling the production for every team in the MLS. That's kind of uh, crazy
0: when you put it like that.
1: Yeah. Where, Whereas, like, this year, um, most some teams have, like, local broadcast deals. Other teams don't. Um, ESPN Plus picks up, I think, most of the games. Mm-hmm. I think they might actually pick up all the games, but...
0: They don't, they don't have all of them. Like, I know, f- for example, if it's on, like, Fox or something like that, then oh, okay. it's not on ESPN Plus, usually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so my understanding is that, like, ESPN and Fox and some of the TV networks might pick up the occasional game here and there, but those games would still be available on Apple Plus. But... There's still, I mean, it's still being finalized and how it's actually gonna look. Who knows? But I so, think for the league, it'll be good. Yeah. Like especially the teams that had really poor <laughs> poor <production> ratings quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and poor ratings. Like I, San Jose. I I don't mean to call them out, but like, I kind of feel like their their situation kind of sucked yeah or the apple deal so like it's definitely a step up for them i think rsl might be one of the few teams where it's a step down because i thought our local crew was really good
0: so um, does that mean they're gonna get rid of the local crew do we know that yeah. yet
1: yeah they're, they're gone. just done no mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna have like a group of analysts that covered the entirety of mls oh my gosh and they'll uh like divvy them out to the different games each week huh essentially so i you know dunny might actually get picked up by mls i think he's quality well but i think david james might not be you know well i actually and dunny might not want to that's anyway, that's sorry. true
0: that's true um because i mean dunny already does a lot of like he he does other games besides rsl like he he wasn't right. at the He wasn't at the San Jose game because he was doing like the Inter Miami game. Like he he already does that. He's like a mini Taylor Twellman. Just like It's like the, he's like discount you know, he's Kirkland
1: Taylor Twellman. He's the upgrade on Taylor Twellman. He's an oh he's
0: he's an upgraded <laughs> Taylor Twellman.
1: He's like the, the new phone. New and improved.
0: He so Taylor Twelman is Kirkland Dunny, or Great Value Dunny. Yes. Ah, okay. I mean, but I mean, there's a good chance that he gets he gets picked up. David James, I know he does other stuff as well. Um, like he's and maybe
1: just, he will too. I don't know.
0: Well, but he's part of KSL though. Like he's over. I saw him on the news and he was doing like ksl like sports in general um
1: yeah yeah so ksl um they won't have broadcast rights Mm -hmm. for rsl i think they'll still be able to do like radio stuff and potentially interviews maybe i don't know how that's gonna work i'll be honest but huh stupid consumerism yeah, but Capitalism. the broadcast will be Apple Plus. So, so.
0: D- does this mean we all have to buy an Apple TV?
1: No. You'll just have to get the app. The on Apple Plus your TV. app? Yeah, if you have a smart TV.
0: <sighs> I absolutely hate Apple and everything about it.
1: Me too. They're trying to take over the world. And I don't like it.
0: I I just wanna let you know, Apple, I am opposed to what you're doing. But take my money because I want to <laughs> I want to yep. watch RSL.
1: You know, actually I think I might have already said this on the podcast, but uh my new job, not new now, but uh this job that I'm at now, they got me a work phone and the only option was iPhone. I was like can Ew. I have anything other than an iPhone? And they were like, "No." And I was like, "Crap." So I have, I have to work that piece of crap, and I don't know how to do anything on it. You're like,
0: you're rocking the iPhone.
1: Did you know that on iPhones, uh, silent mode is separate from the volume. So yeah. like on an Android, if I, if my phone's on silent. And I turn it up, um, it will like turn silent off. But on an iPhone, the volume can be up all the way, and silent mode will just still be on.
0: Interesting, it I didn't wait. know that.
1: And so like I missed a bunch of work calls, and then I was, <laughs> I looked down at my phone, and there's a bunch of missed calls, and I was like, what the heck? Why, <laughs> why is my phone not ringing? It's because it's all silent. Just, i don't like apple
0: i don't like them either so get out of the soccer apple no one wants
1: you here yeah well let's try to be optimistic there because it might be good it might be great
0: what what you're trying to be optimistic now i thought you were the pessimist
1: yeah usually i'm switching it up
0: (laughs) just (laughs) to do a little role reversal here just
1: trying something new
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be good for the league or whatever, but that's all I have to say.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It, it, uh, that will all come into effect next season. So, So 2023. So we'll know fairly soon.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm well, we'll see, um, I mean the season's going to end fairly early this year because of the World Cup. Also, we should pr- we'll probably I'm just creating this idea out of my head right now, but we'll probably do some World Cup episodes once that comes around because that sound that seems right.
1: Yep. Um, we're going to be talking about that regardless, so we might as well record it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um but, yeah, so
0: MLS does deal with Apple. Yay, or whatever. Um, now we can move on to the RSL stuff. Let's go. So, first of all, Bobby Wood is injured.
1: Do That's we know, sad. <laughs> do we know
0: for how long? Is he out for the rest of the season?
1: Uh, I The number I heard was two to three months. That's... Like, I remember seeing it and thinking that it was the exact same timetable we got for Crylock. So,
0: so sounds about right.
1: Yeah, I would be surprised if he was back this season.
0: Because he had surgery on his back, right?
1: No, it was his adductor.
0: What is, where is that?
1: I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> the same injury Menendez had. Oh, shoot. Except Bobby Wood had surgery and Menendez didn't, so I don't know.
0: What? Oh, because he got injured in the San Jose game. I remember this now, and he came out. I remember. Huh, Menendez was
1: out for a good while.
0: Yeah, Menendez was
1: out for a while. He's so, like
0: just barely back, actually. Yeah, that this, this was kind of like his first game. Well, the Columbus game, which we will get to in a moment, um, yeah. was kind of like his first game back like his yeah his first game back from injury. Interesting. Well, that kind of sucks for Bobby Wood, but also for the team because I feel like um we could especially Dude. see in um the Columbus game the impact of not having Bobby Wood. Yes, and... also
1: a bird just flew into my window. yeah this this has been happening a lot lately i have really big windows in here and it just happened again well i hope the little bird's okay they
0: just (laughs) think that your window is not a window and they just fly right into it
1: yeah like i was just sitting here and we're just recording and then i hear a little
0: plink four guys i hope they're okay
1: yeah Ah, uh, maybe there's something I can do about it, but like I have a plant that's next to the window, but it has to be. Yeah, so I can get sunlight. Anyways, uh, Bobby Wood. Yes, I don't know how big of a blow this will be. Uh, cause me, me and you've been talking about it right mm-hmm. for a long time about how Bobby Wood were kind of lukewarm on his performances this season. Yeah. Uh, But when we get to the Columbus game, we'll talk about it more. But yeah, we struggled, and I wonder if the absence of Bobby Wood was a bigger deal than we thought it would be. Oh yeah,
0: it's definitely something that we need to take into account. Um, But yeah, we can talk more about that when we get to the actual games that they played. Um, Diego Luna was called up for the uh, U-20 U.S. Men's National Team. Um, and he's been playing. They're in some sort of tournament right now?
1: Yeah. is Do they do, like, U-20 CONCACAF stuff?
0: I think so. I, 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 but it, they were playing other people, though.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't follow U-20 super Me neither. close.
0: Cause they, okay, they're playing Costa Rica right now. Um, it's, uh, what is this? Oh, it's, it's CONCACAF, I guess. You were right, it's CONCACAF. Yes. Um, because, yeah, they're playing, uh, Costa Rica U20, PAX, they're up 2-0 in the 82nd minute. Paxton Aronson, who is, um, Brendan Aronson's brother, scored both of the goals. Dang. So, Get that man a hat trick. Dude, honestly. and It's kind <laughs> of exciting to see that because uh, Paxton Aronson, I, I saw him on this roster and I'm like, wait, is he Brendan Aronson's brother? And then I did some research. He is Brendan Aronson's brother and he just, ba- they just barely signed with the Philadelphia Union and he's 18. So there's a good chance that he also goes to Europe like his brother and then we have Two brothers on the team. I don't know if there's another men's na- men's national team that has two brothers on it. Will be Baby. like, will be like the um, uh, the Roldans on Seattle. Yeah. But anyways, Pax Narenson, excited about him.
1: But yeah. thrown in some U.S. men's national team.
0: Well, I felt it was appropriate because we're talking about <laughs> Diego Luna
1: yeah yeah i i think that um i haven't watched those games but from what i've heard diego luna and paxton aronson are two of the guys that are really like basically showing off Mm -hmm. in these games he scored a goal in one of the games luna yeah oh nice i saw an assist he had that was like really fantastic just the highlights for it
0: well i know we haven't seen much of him didn't he came in for like five minutes against vancouver i think yeah
1: and that was the week he signed with us yeah like so
0: haven't seen much of him but it is very exciting that first of all he chose to come to rsl and that we have him for as long as we do because no doubt he's gonna get picked up by someone else um
1: yeah i'm cautiously optimistic i think he might be a big deal he might be one of those guys we sell for a lot of money in a few years you know
0: i'm down for that and also he plays for the u.s men's national team so you know all the better his success is our success (laughs) insert communism meme here (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh
1: yeah i i think when he gets back He might be getting first team, like he might be starting for us by the end of the season.
0: You know, and based on probably a conversation we're going to have about Bobby Wood, um, Bobby Wood and not having him and things like that could result in a formation change, possibly.
1: Um, yeah the timing is just kind of yeah lining up for luna to maybe get his chance with rsl sooner than expected potentially we'll see and i think that is definitely some like we keep
0: saying we're going to talk about this later i promise we're going to talk about this later but it's just like it's just like keeps trying to like get in there like oh ugh, you know but we will talk about it. All the uh, formations, what we think of the state of the team right now. Um. So um. Okay, so that's 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 Diego Luna. Good job for him. Um, MLS All Star voting is going on right now. Um, I know that RSL has been pushing really hard for uh, Justin Glad. To be an all star? They? Yeah, they've been they've been posting about it. To like what? vote for Justin Glad, watch him do his grandpa dance in the all-star game or something like that.
1: So Man. They post a lot. Because I follow them and I never saw that, which means they probably posted like four times in a day.
0: I think they just barely posted it. Oh, then maybe that's why um but I, I did see they were pushing um justin glad and also zach mcmath i saw them pushing that. interesting out. um which i I'm... mean Go i mean ahead. mcmath has had a really good season and i mean you start thinking about keepers in mls and who could be, you know, who could actually be on the All Star team? I mean, Stephen Fry. I mean, Stephen Fry's always been good. I mean, the Sounders aren't doing too good, but Stephen Fry's always good. Sean Johnson, like I, I have a hard yeah. time of uh, thinking about other keepers that are doing as well as Zach McMath is right now.
1: Yeah. So all. Everyone should go vote. Go do it now. Uh, You don't... I wouldn't, you know, put the entire RSL team on there. Like, <laughs> Make it legit. But I think that RSL has some good players that should be in the discussion. I mean, Glad has three goals on the season. That's true. As a defender, that's pretty dang good. Uh, McMath has been really good. I voted for glad and ruiz those are the two i voted for ruiz uh i don't know because i kind of a lot of rsl fans have been pushing ruiz and we've kind of been like eh, eh. you know yeah. he's been good but but i mean when like his stats have been really good this season and compared to the other players in the league that play his position uh. I feel like that's one of like the weaker positions league-wide. Yeah. So I was comfortable with throwing Ruiz in there. I didn't vote for McMath, though. Do you want to know who I put a- at goalie? Yes, who did you put in? Dane St. Clair.
0: Who the F is that? Who does he play for? Minnesota. Okay. Why did you put him?
1: I've watched a few Minnesota games. They're not doing good. Um, he's been fantastic, though. Okay. Like, the only reason they're not in last is because of him, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I believe you. So, but I mean, that's, these all-star things, it's all subjective, right? I haven't watched every team. I watch a lot of soccer. I watch a lot of MLS. I still haven't watched every single team in the league play. (laughs) There are a lot of teams, and it's, you know, people, mm-hmm. everyone's got their own bias, so... But, yeah, that that's who I picked. Everyone okay. should go vote. Hopefully an RSL player makes it on there. That'd be cool.
0: I think RSL deserves at least one player on there. Um, Pablo, I know Pablo Ruiz has been the subject of a lot of discussion. I think, personally, that he is a player that is good on paper. Like, his stats... Um, line up very well you know look it looks like he he does a lot a lot of things but i think personally that there are other players on rsl that you know just do a better job all around than he does but you know i'm not a sports analyst or anything like that i just have a podcast um yeah so i I voted i voted for ruiz i voted for glad i also voted for um zach mcmath i also threw in brody just because i could not think of another left back
1: that's like, a spicy one <laughs> like
0: <laughs> dude imagine if brody made the um um the all-star team i i think i was gonna choose who was a new who the uh uh seattle left back but then i'm like no, I haven't heard anything about him this season, so I'm going to choose Brody. So, that's my unpopular opinion.
1: Wait, you you could select Nuhu as the left back?
0: Maybe it wasn't Nuhu. Maybe it was Yamar. It was oh. one of the Seattle... Um,
1: Interesting.
0: ...defenders.
1: Yeah, I've, this is a stacked lineup right here. My all-star voting, I got it pulled up.
0: <laughs> who did you Who did you have in the front three?
1: Okay, front three is Jesus Ferreira, abobasi and Brandon Vasquez from Cincinnati.
0: Whoa, let's see, because I chose. I know I chose Carlos Vela.
1: But Vela hasn't played too much this year
0: i know but he's carlos vela
1: yeah like i th- i think he's probably one of the best players but he hasn't had an all-star season mm-hmm. i'm going off like your your body of work yeah or, or, yeah or... yeah whatever <laughs> See this, um, this year, all-star voting right here
0: i chose uh castellanos <laughs> from nyc solid um, solid Rui diaz Oh, get out of here with
1: that crap. And Carlos Vela. Wow, we didn't overlap at all. Okay, so so my uh, center attacking mids, I had Druisi and Luquinhas. Dude, I picked Druisi as well. Yeah, he's been tearing it up. I had Druisi and uh, Mukhtar. Ah, I almost went with Mukhtar.
0: Man, cool. I've re- I really went hard in the West yeah because then for the other center back i have zimmerman and then Araujo.
1: dang so we have the same back line except for the left back
0: who's your left back moutinho who the heck is that
1: uh who does he play for he's got quite a few assists on the season i think See, he played yeah, for orlando
0: oh okay i i did no research on this this was purely based off of nothing my yeah my innermost
1: thoughts and desires i did minimal research but i was like i feel like i'm obligated to do at least a little bit yeah
0: no that that <laughs> makes sense um so wow we actually went through all of our all of our voting we don't we did about that
1: you're welcome <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't steal our votes, guys.
1: Nah, you could steal our votes. Oh,
0: okay, you can steal our votes.
1: Go for it. Steal our votes. <laughs> um,
0: we, we this is in an election. <laughs> we need to move on, though, because we yes, have okay. quite a bit to talk about still. Um, and Aaron Herrera got a contract extension. Yay!
1: This is great. Good he, news. He's not around. good
0: enough to get picked up in Europe but just good enough that we wanted him back.
1: Yeah. I still, he, he still has a chance. He's still got a shot, but he's like been super solid for us for years. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, really good news for us. Do you want, do you I, want to hear... All the way through 2024 with a club option in 25 and 26, right? Sounds about right. Yeah, I you... think that's it. Yeah.
0: Do you wanna hear my unpopular opinion about him? Ooh, sure. I know that he hasn't like had a lot of um time like he hasn't had a lot of like playing time this season. because uh, of injuries and also <laughs> red cards and whatnot. Um but I just I think that if you like stats wise, if you look at Andrew Brody versus Aaron Herrera, I think Brody's better this season. Um, cause I mean Aaron Herrera is great, and honestly, the dude knows how. Like, I I wanna I wanna pull up like a compilation of him this season where he just like totally drops dudes, cause he does that all the time. Yeah, he does. Anyways, I think Brody has been more productive per minute this season than Herrera. But yeah. That's just I I'd agree. so I'm interested to see what actually happens with Herrera because we know that he's got great potential. last season he was close like he had the second most assists on the team. does that sound right? Yes he he was he was up there so didn't he have double digit assists? He did and I mean he probably would have had the most if it wasn't for Roosnack.
1: Yeah, I think like Rusevnik went eleven and eleven, and Herrera had ten assists or something like that.
0: So we know that the potential's there, but I just don't think we've seen it this season.
1: Yeah. Yep, that's that's a case of I think Herrera's the better player, but Brody's having the better yeah. season, and, and that just happens sometimes. And good for Brody. But I mean, we are great.
0: we are ecstatic to have him back. This
1: is, you know. Yeah.
0: Good that he decided to sign with us again.
1: So, w- very quick detour. Do you think he should switch to Guatemala for international? Aaron Herrera? Yes. That's a <sighs> discussion that's been had as of late.
0: I I I don't think he's going to play for the U.S. men's national team. There Exactly. They're, I'm with you. So he should switch. He should switch. They're... they're there's no way he's going to play for the U.S. Men's National Team because they are 100% stacked at um, at left back. And he's not even the first choice from the MOS at left back. DeAndre Yedlin is. You mean right back? Sorry. Yes, right back. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. so, and I'm going to go on a little bit of, of a rant because I know Dunny is, is very adamant that he just hasn't been given his chance yet. Um, you're you're talking about obviously the number one right now for the US men's national team is Sergino Dest. Um, and then you've got you know like Reggie Cannon, got um, DeAndre Yedlin. You've got people like Joe Scully who are younger than Herrera is and have more of the potential factor. Like Herrera is gonna have to beat out. I think he's like fifth or sixth in line really and i think that's generous yeah so i mean i know he played in the um olympic qualifiers and whatnot but like he's not even the first option out of mls right now so i don't know i i think he'll if, if he wants to play for a national team i think he should switch i don't think he's gonna get any time for the u.s men's national team
1: yes he should switch boom Boom. Do it, Aaron. Who, Aaron, who
0: played <laughs> who played right back in the most recent uh international window? It was For the US? Yeah, it was Yedlin. I know Scully played. Did Cannon also play? I think it was
1: Cannon. Yeah, Cannon played.
0: Yeah, see, those are three right backs yeah. that are playing ahead of him and Serginho Des is injured. So
1: Yeah. I've been very unimpressed with Reggie Cannon.
0: Yeah, that's but, true.
1: But he's kind of like Berhalter's favorite for some weird reason. But <laughs> you, anyways, that I just wanted to ask you that real quick. No, that's... We can move on now. That's a great
0: question. <laughs> Sorry. I have very strong feelings about that. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that there, um, there are a few players that we could talk about now just based on like some of their uh latest performances and maybe actually you know what let's just briefly mention the vancouver game before we get into this and then because i think it's going to go better with with actually talking about the game so um rso played at vancouver um to one loss and it was because aaron herrera got a red card and then that led to a PK and then they scored like in the in the 90th minute or something like that
1: like the 93rd so
0: that was unfortunate um I mean I hoped they could get a tie out of it um I honestly I don't it was a it's been a while since I've since we since I watched that game so I don't remember exactly how they played
1: we played well yeah like, it was. Vancouver also played well. It felt pretty even. Uh, I thought that we were going to get out with a draw, and I wasn't too upset about it. Like, Vancouver's kind of down there in the rankings. Yeah. Or in the standings. Um, but they played well, and it was a home game for them. Um, but yeah, just kind of unfortunate. Uh,. With the whole red card, I think nine times out of ten Herrera wins that? that tackle. Yeah. That's kind of one of his staples. And he's usually been pretty good about mm-hmm. it. So it it I mean we didn't play terrible and they pulled it out in the end. So well done Vancouver and and then you know we just went on to the next game. Yep. And bounced back.
0: <laughs> yep. So um Yep, that's Vancouver. Um, I think, so let, let's, let's, and I want to get your opinion, Josh, about all of these guys. So let's, let's briefly talk about Rubio Rubin. Um, where do you think that he fits with this current team or does he fit with this current team?
1: Inch. Great question. Uh yeah. So I think Rubin's a good player. I think uh I don't know. Everyone's been really harsh uh with him recently. Um which first off this is kind of the first real chance he's been given this entire season. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe dial it back a little bit and say. Yo, off, yo
0: guys, back
1: off. Back uh, off you haters. He he wasn't that bad Um in the Columbus game. I just think that the our our, our style of play, the way Pablo wants us to attack, uh he has no place there all we want to do is send it to the wings and then send in crosses which in a way it makes sense because the wings are our strength as a team and i'm not saying that we shouldn't go to the wings anymore but i'm really sick of not having like a plan b for when that doesn't work and uh yeah i mean we haven't really talked about the columbus game but that was very apparent we had no plan b Mm -hmm. and cordova is bad in the air we should all know this by now which Um, it's,
0: it's really surprising that that's the case because the dude is gigantic
1: yeah i mean he's he's good at uh bringing the ball down and holding yeah like hold up play in the air but attacking and trying to score in the air no, that's not in his arsenal. Um, He had maybe – he had the one header against Vancouver that was probably in, and they didn't review it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, he's not completely useless, but it's – he doesn't want to head the ball. Yeah. He would rather use his feet. So it's not, like, a consistent option for us. And then Rubin is undersized. That's not a strength of his either. So now that Bobby Wood's out, and just let me be clear, Bobby Wood isn't fantastic in the air either. Mm -hmm. He's mediocre, but he's the best out of the three. (laughs) So we just lost our mediocre striker, and now we have two strikers that are poor at winning aerial duels. Yeah. All we want to do is cross the ball in. So I don't think Rubin fits uh, in pablo's current system i think he could do great if we tried to play a little bit differently if we bring in menendez if him menendez savarino can start combining if we try to play through the middle more lawful sind has been trying to do that recently mm-hmm. as well and yeah it's just i don't know it's been really frustrating
0: no, I... It, yeah.
1: Lawfulson's the only one out there trying that. It's like when the first option wasn't working, Lawfulson caught that. And he was like, okay, let's try to play through the middle. And he's playing these great passes to Cordova. And Cordova's just like on his heels, watching the ball roll past in the 18 when he could have had a shot. <laughs> that happened in the Columbus game. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, I think that Rubin and Menendez are the two guys that could be valuable to us if we would attempt to attack in that way, mm-hmm. at least occasionally. But as of right now, we don't ever try it. And so they are basically useless.
0: <laughs> no, I, I agree with you because, I mean, Rubio Rubin isn't, I wouldn't classify him as a true nine. Um, he, I'd classify him as more of a false ten, that can hold like, that that can be a target and can hold up the ball, because he he is strong on the ball. That's something that I think he does um, very well, and he you know is able to maintain possession in the way that a nine does. But he's a false nine in the sense that he's not going to you know win aerial battles and. I th- I think he does prefer to to dribble more than, you know, be on the end of of crosses. Yeah. Um So yeah, I, I think I do agree with you that he doesn't fit in the current system. Um I mean, but, I mean, for what it's worth, he did have um a really good chance against Columbus that went off the post. Um, yeah, he had our best chance had, yeah.
1: and and that was unlucky, yep and I think of all our strikers, he is the best finisher,
0: yeah no that's that's fair
1: right like they they all have their strengths and weaknesses uh Rubin is good with his feet Cordova is good with his feet Bobby Wood is not good with his feet <laughs> mm-hmm. um I think Rubin's the better finisher that's Cordova's weakest uh area. You know, and we're we're not finding ways to maximize our strikers' strengths. Oh yeah. And I don't get it. It's like we're not even trying. Yeah. Um so
0: Oh yeah. That that definitely um makes sense and I definitely agree with you. Um so that's Ruby Rubin. Um, how do you feel about Tate Schmidt? What do you think? Where do you think he is with this team?
1: So he started the San Jose game because mm-hmm. Herrera, uh, Herrera
0: was out with a red card.
1: Right. We won that game two zero. Uh, that was a good game, and we played well, and Tate Schmidt played well. Really? Yeah. Well, he played better than i expected him okay, to. Okay, okay. It was still very apparent to me that he is a level below Brody and Herrera. Yes. Um he didn't have <laughs> any massive errors that led to goals. So uh, i was like good job schmidt. That's but what you meant when he
0: struggled. played well, right? Yes. He exceeded yeah. <laughs> your expectations.
1: Yeah. He uh, yeah, he's a young kid, and maybe his future lies at left back, but I tend to think more likely that that won't be the case. His issue is, like, tracking runners mm-hmm. and positional awareness. Um, And that stuff is coachable, but also the best defenders just, like, have an innate you know, instinct for that type of stuff. Yeah. And he's, it's not surprising that he, you know, isn't used to tracking runners because he was an attacking player when he was younger. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, he could fix that stuff and turn into a great defender or he might not right now. He's a last ditch option as a substitute. I was, here's one thing that, I didn't understand at all, is why he was there instead of Kablon.
0: Yes, that, that, is, that was surprising.
1: I mean, did Kablon pick up an injury? Or, because what I saw when I tried to look it up, was that Kablon was just on assignment with the Monarchs. Mm, okay. So, I mean, I guess in training, Kablon has been really underwhelming. That's the only explanation I can think of.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: But if he's been even worse than than Schmidt, <laughs> then <laughs> that's bad. <laughs>
0: so, so I I think that um, I don't think Schmidt is going to be successful as a left back. Uh, yes, a left back. Um, and it's, it's really tough to say that because I know we're exceptionally thin at left back. I think it's him and Cablan. Yeah. Um, He's
1: not going to play any other position this season. Yeah. We'd have to go out and make some roster changes.
0: And that's, that's for, um, like both, both left and right back. Cause like we, we kind of share the pool, have them play on either
1: side yeah i always thought that was weird do other teams do that do they just switch left and right i guess the national team does it a little bit yeah a little Um, bit i think that's weird i I played um as a wing back, and playing both sides are very different Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's true yeah i i just find that odd but so we are in there
0: I, I know we're thin there, and that's probably why Schmidt is playing there. Um, is because he, he is a wing that can defend. And that is quite literally what a wingback is. Like, I would not trust Justin Miram there. Um, maybe I'd trust Michael Chang there. Could you see that?
1: On the left, I don't think. You don't think so on the left? Maybe on the right? No, maybe on the right. But, I actually... I. I think recently, like in the last year, I think there was a game where we played him. We had three in the back, and he was the right wing back. Oh, so okay. three
0: in the back, and there was five in the midfield, and he was playing like a. a yeah. Removed. Okay. That. Yeah. I, I. I. think I remember that.
1: Yeah, um, but I. I don't think he would. Do well on the left. Yeah. So my my
0: reason for saying that is like cuz this was the first time we got like a good look at Tate Schmidt in a while um is all basically all of the offensive um all of the offensive pressure uh San Jose was able to put on RSL was down that side like Tate Schmidt could not track um Espinosa that's the guy who lined up with him could not track Espinosa for his life, um, and Marcelo Silva was constantly having to come over and no. <laughs> help him out with that. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, that that's fine. I know that like people have to do that for you know center backs help out all the time for uh, with wing backs, but that was against San Jose. Currently dead last in the in in the in the brag so like i like i just can't imagine what would happen um if we went up against if he went up against a forward who actually knew what he was doing well i guess yeah. we i guess we do know what happened it's we called it's know. called nycfc six zero hey, yeah so
1: yep that's
0: it right there and
1: that's that's
0: all you gotta say yeah
1: but credit to him.
0: It, I, yes, he, he did. Works. He did do a good job. Better. He did There's better. Yeah. But <laughs> see, that's why I think his future is as a wing, which, I mean, believe it or not, we're also pretty thin, at left wing. I mean, we've got Miram, and then maybe Chang. Like I don't know who else would play left wing. Menendez. Doesn't
1: he play on the right? For us, he's played on the right. His last team, he played primarily on the left. Okay, maybe maybe Menendez. I looked this up, actually, because I was like, what is Menendez's true position? Does he prefer to play centrally? Does he prefer to play on the right? Mm -hmm. And at his last team, he played almost exclusively on the left wing, according to transfer market. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. So mm. who even knows? So I
0: guess so i but, but we we share the pool between right and left wing. So we've got Chang, yeah. Menendez and Julio question mark if he is he like he can play wing, right? Maybe um, even Cordova, maybe.
1: <laughs> haven't we played him at wing before?
0: Probably. I mean, he
1: wears number 10. Yeah. Our our roster I don't know man it it's confusing so i mean yeah. what we're trying to do with this team sometimes they're
0: they're fairly thin at both positions so i think his future for us is going to be as a wing um if we can especially if we can pick up some
1: some depth at a uh, at wing back um i'd be happy with that i'd love to see him at the left wing yeah um, he worked really good going forwards for us.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's his strength. Like that's where he's gonna differentiate himself from from the other the other wingbacks. Yeah. Um, and speaking of of Johnny Menendez, um, uh, where where do we think Johnny Menendez sits in the you know current current team environment?
1: all all signs right now point to him leaving very soon like we're just gonna get rid of him yeah we're gonna sell him i just they don't seem the. yeah i think he's a talented player um he hasn't had hardly any opportunity this season Mm -hmm. and that's not all because of the injury uh, that kept him out for a long time, but even before that and a little bit since that, he is just really far down on the pecking order. I don't know if Pablo just doesn't like him. A big part of it is that he doesn't fit into the, the style of play that Pablo prefers. Yeah. Uh, just like Rubin. Uh, yeah, it. I don't know. Potentially, with. And this is where it gets interesting because we just signed Diego Luna. Um, and everyone's been talking about playing Menendez at the 10. Mm-hmm. And now Luna also plays the 10. So, he you know, we be have a backup to offer for Luna. Yeah. Or start, you know, maybe we weren't starting him there and running that formation because there was no one to fill in for him. I, I don't know. The whole Menendez situation kind of baffles me really because especially in in some of these games where we're just doing nothing on offense I don't understand why you wouldn't give him a shot well uh,
0: so I kind of think so, it has to do with I mean we've got Bobby Wood and Cordova up up top I I honestly think that with Bobby Wood and Cordova the 442 is the best way to go I mean as long as um both Bobby Wood and Cordova are, you know, doing well, that doesn't leave a lot of room for a 10. I mean, you can make that substitution in the middle. let, Let me put it this way. I would not, like, take off either Bobby Wood or Cordova in order to make room for Menendez at the 10.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There were certainly games this season where I wanted that to happen, where I wanted Bobby Wood to come off, Fair. <laughs> and for us to just change something.
0: And and see, um, maybe maybe now that he's injures, injured, well, I just like slurred all my words together there. Maybe now that he's injured, um, we'll get to see that, and maybe we actually will see a formation change. Um, maybe because I mean we. We could go with the four-two-three-one and play either Luna and Menendez at the ten. All um, right, let's get crazy. Let's see Savarino at the ten. You know, why
1: the heck not? That's also a possibility.
0: Like there, there are so many, there are so many different things that we could do, um, but it all depends on like, are we going to get the most productivity from our wings and also our forwards? Um, playing, you know, 4-2, 4-4-2 or 4-2-3-1. Um, I'm per- I think I'm personally leaning towards the, the 4-2-3-1 at this point, just because we do have Diego Luna. Um, and, dude, we could, we could even play Lawful Sind at the 10. I think he'd do great at the 10. Um, but, yeah it'll be interesting to see where johnny fits in with this formation and also the team going forward
1: bottom line i think he's not he's not like the top tier of players but no. we're paying a decent amount of money to him and either he needs to start being more involved and and it's not all on him like by that i mean he needs to play well and he also needs to be given you know opportunities to show like to actually play uh either he needs to be more involved or we need to send him somewhere else because we're we're paying decent money for a guy that is has just been like kind of nowhere yeah,
0: because he is the only uh, target-allocated money player on the team at the moment, if that still holds. I don't know if there's another one, but he was yeah. the only one last season. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough, and I I don't have, like, <laughs> the answers here. Um, but the bottom line is, the more games we look this bad offensively in a row the more the pressure is going to mount on pablo to fix it right to make some some change yeah because we just uh it's just not working this is why all our defenders have our goals (laughs) because the only way we can score is on set pieces and our you, most dangerous threats on set pieces are Silva and Glad. You know, that is a,
0: <laughs> that is a great point because though, like e- even our forwards only score off of set pieces. Like yeah. you don't really see. And I mean, credit to, to Saverino cause he got, you know, a phenomenal goal in the run of play um, in the San Jose game. Um, but like, they, our, our forwards don't really score in the run of play. Um, so, I mean, maybe that's our plan. <laughs> Go down. I think,
1: that, I think that has been our plan. And that can still be like part of the plan. But it's time to expand the plan. <laughs> <laughs> we we need a new plan, Bob. Yes. Uh yeah, okay. so four two three one. I think I think it could work, but I think it could if work. If Cordova's well. our point man, I'm mm-hmm. concerned about our ability to score goals still.
0: Yeah, Cor I mean, Cordova's not the most. I mean, he is tied for most goals, um, but he like I he's not he's not the best finisher on the team. Yeah. So. Um, yeah
1: something to keep an eye on hopefully we can learn how to create attacking
0: chances um so the last player i wanted to talk about was anderson julio um i mean he he came on a few times he got injured and now he's back um but he did not play against columbus did he did he play against san jose if he did he came on at like the very end
1: I don't think he did. We can check real he quick. He did. He... So, like, I've, 80-something minute, probably? I have no idea who he came
0: on for. Probably either Cordova or Wood. Um, Let's see here. I can pull it up. He came in for Cordova in the 82nd minute. There you go. So, um... He did... He, um... He did come on, um... It was a fairly quiet performance, I think. Um, And then he did not play against Columbus. So, um, what's up with that?
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of people were upset that he didn't get put in during the Columbus game. Mm -hmm. And maybe it would have helped. I tend to side with Pablo on this one. Um, Julio is still like super situational. Yeah. Whether he will be effective or not, right? Some games he comes in and like that's the difference. And we, you know, we score. And it was like, wow, what an impact player. And other games he comes in and nothing happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I, this game, like Columbus was defending really well. They were really compact. They were dropping super deep. Um, I don't think Julio would have been very effective. So I wasn't too concerned about it. Yeah. I thought, like, putting in Menendez and Chang made more sense than Julio because Julio doesn't bring much other than getting in behind and using his speed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, maybe it would have made a difference. Who knows? I still think he's a great player, but he's he's a bench piece that, you know, he's the super sub. He's
0: very, very tactical, very situational.
1: Yeah, it has to be the right team. The game has to be open enough that he can get in behind. Like, all those things have to line up. And if yeah. everything lines up, like, he can be absolutely lethal. Yeah. Um. But right now, that is, you know, the extent of what he brings to the team. Hopefully he can expand his game a little bit. And, you know, maybe that changes in the next few years. But that's that's at least how I feel about it. I don't know. What do you think? Did you want to see him come on?
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I would have been opposed to
0: it. Um, I don't think I noticed that. I mean, clearly Columbus was defending very well. I didn't notice that they were sitting um, so deep. Um, just looking at the stats here, Columbus is currently 12th in the Eastern Conference. Um, but they have a goal differential of positive one. Um, so they do seem to be a team that can, you know, defend fairly well. They have six draws on the season. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're probably just really good at, you know, Defending, and maybe you know, scoring one if they have to. Um, This year
1: reminds me of Nashville last year. Yes. Without who? Without Mukhtar. Ah, without just. They've got all the stout defensive attributes, but they don't have the one difference maker that can score goals.
0: (laughs) So you know, you know who is very much like that is Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: They are they are seven wins, eight
1: draws, and one loss. They had didn't they have seven draws in a row? Pro, I mean, sounds about right. That was insane. I should have been putting money on that. <laughs> um. <laughs> but then, then they beat NYCFC, so yeah, maybe a good thing I didn't. But
0: so, I mean. I wanted I, I think I was wanting to see either Anderson Julio or Johnny Menendez and we saw Johnny Menendez which it's been a while since we've seen him so I'm glad he got some time um yeah I think he you know just needs time to come back um and we'll we'll see more of him as the uh, um as the season goes on so I think he is very situational um so we'll we'll if if the game is you know more open and you know it's it's kind of um, what am I looking for like we're going back and forth more I think he will he will come in yeah. and be very impactful Julio. in a game like that um, but not one <laughs> like the Columbus game
1: um, yeah I I mean credit to Columbus I was impressed with their their defense they, they were pretty solid
0: they defended defended very well. Um, so may let's I think we have we've, we've gotten through a lot of the like the the San Jose game and the Columbus game. Let's just briefly mention the results of those. So, um, San Jose RSL 1-2 0. Um, Marcelo Silva and Jefferson Saverino scored, which if you have not seen Jefferson Saverino's goal, it was pretty incredible. Um, Blime. <laughs> it was not nominated for goal of the week, which was a huge bummer.
1: That's a crime against humanity right there. It, it is a crime was, against humanity. because I was I, so excited after he scored. I was like, oh, I can't wait to vote for that for goal of the week. And then I pulled it up. And it wasn't there, and I was so disgusted I didn't vote for any of the other ones.
0: You like, you guys were dong. I'm yep. pretty sure Rui Diaz was on there that week, which is even more disgusting. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who, who would vote for him for the MLS All-Star team? Who would do that? <laughs> um, one thing to note about the San Jose game... Um, RSL was wildly outpossessed it was 6634 um, possession but our uh, San Jose was outshot 16 to 7 so it looks like while San Jose had the majority of possession it was not meaningful possession and RSL was making uh, a lot better decisions with their possession and putting the ball in more dangerous uh places
1: yeah absolutely couldn't have said it better myself we uh, were really smart with the ball there yes but we were. the one caveat is san jose is one of the worst defensive teams in the league
0: true so they have a goal differential of negative nine three wins they've
1: given up six, How many goals have
0: they given up Thirty-four. Yeah, I was a. Dude, that's not as bad as uh Sporting KC. They have a goal differential of negative sixteen.
1: No, but they've actually conceded less goals. They have. San Jose.
0: Yes, but they've scored sixteen goals on the season.
1: Yeah. So I I just want to check here. Has anyone given up more goals than San Jose? No. They have conceded the most goals in the league. Therefore, worst
0: defense in the league. There we go. Boom. Stats don't lie.
1: Boom, looking for this? Okay. Um we just cherry pick the stats that rip that support our narrative. Boom.
0: RSL's the best team because they have the most I don't know. They their goal differential's they're number they're one they're and therefore they're, 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 they're number one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that means we're number one.
0: Yeah um so okay uh anything else we want to say about the uh san jose game anything in particular um
1: it was a really good game it was fun to watch
0: san jose was without kate cowell i think that's worth mentioning
1: yeah i think kate cowell probably would have given tate schmidt nightmares Yes, uh, I actually I think, agree
0: with. It. If Cade not, Cowell was in the game, I think San Jose scores at least one.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Um, he was with the U.S. Men's National Team as well, the under twenties. Him and Diego Luna are partying it up. Um, okay, so I, I think that takes us to the Columbus game, uh, where RSL had the slight edge in possession. Is fifty-two forty-eight, if I remember correctly. Uh zero zero draw. Um RSL outshot Columbus eleven to five, four to one of those being on target. Um And I think we can both agree it was kind of a boring game to watch.
1: Absolutely. I was falling asleep.
0: It was a snooze fest. Insert snoring noise here. I can't like snore on demand, so I'll go back and edit that in
1: perfect i can't Just kidding.
0: Wait. i won't i don't know how to do that <laughs> <laughs> my my editing skills are mediocre at, at best
1: but improving every day that's what matters
0: <laughs> oh thanks josh <laughs> i um, got you that <laughs> so um columbus kind of an ugly game to watch um i mean we talked we talked in great detail about um you know how individual players performed. What well, one thing I think is worth that's worth mentioning is Jasper Loffelson has been doing very well. I think at least um, in the midfield for RSL, um, he was he was the better midfielder between him and Pablo
1: Ruiz. Do
0: you agree with that, Josh?
1: Yeah. Um, for, so... for me, he's the locked in starter, and honestly, he's like the new number one in the midfield you
0: know i i'm i'm inclined to agree with that um doing very well um he he was going up against darlington nagby and he he seemed to hold his own which is really promising for for him how he's so young and you know so so new to the team so it's going to be interesting to see um What happens with him and where we end up putting him? Because I he's doing well as the central defensive mid position. Um, Yeah, and he seems to alternate well. Honestly, I think that Caldwell and him in the midfield is like a great pairing, but that may just be me.
1: No, I I think it is. It's pretty good too. Caldwell's a little more defensively sound than Ruiz. Yeah. um, Our defense, yeah, I mean, I think they're both good pairings. Loffelson just, like, is really good at knowing what he needs to do, depending he, on who he's playing with. He's like, oh, I'm playing with uh, Ruiz. This is what I need to do to help both of us succeed. He, oh, I'm playing with Caldwell. This is what I need to do.
0: He is everywhere on the field. Like, they, they pulled up a stat he ran like in the last when was it like in the last game like in the san jose game he ran like 34 miles or something like that maybe that's not right that sounds too much but he runs (laughs) he he's everywhere on the field
1: yeah he's got the forever motor (laughs) he just he just goes
0: i i heard dunny compare him to uh luke mulholland (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah you've done that a few times
0: I'm like I'm like yeah I could see it I could see Lawful Sin and and Mulholland. not just because they look the same but they are I mean they don't really look the same like if you looked at a picture of them you could definitely tell the difference but like
1: you know yeah would, other than the fact that they're both white dudes that's like it
0: they're white dudes with really blonde hair and blue eyes yeah um, but I mean but they're a similar I think they're a similar style of player mm-hmm. um so should be should be cool to watch him yeah. as we go on. I mean, it,
1: it's crazy. Like, uh, there was one point in the Columbus game, it was like the 85th minute, and it, the game's kind of slowed down because people are a little gassed. Mm-hmm. And, like, the ball went up the field, and Loffelson just, like, pew! Just, uh-huh. like, shot out of the pile. And I was like, how is he still going at 100%? Look at this... <laughs>
0: No, so so the thing with it's him is hate. is he will sometimes lead the attack. And I I have never seen that from either Pablo Ruiz or or Everton Louise. I've never seen that from them.
1: they Yeah. They're, neither of them will like push on a counter. They no. both like will slow it down or go like side to side and Lawfulson is like, Alright, let's go.
0: Like he he can actually lead and keep
1: up with the speed of the attack, which is,
0: is I think is really exciting. To honestly,
1: yeah. yeah, it's great. And then he also has like the final pass in his uh-huh. arsenal yep. to set up one of our strikers. Yeah, I mean, you look at Loffelson, you look at uh, Luna. We just brought Savarino back, and he's still like not old. Mm-hmm. Like um, some of the young future prospects for the team. Like, long-term, things are looking really, really good still. It's true. It's just the short-term, like, can we figure out how to score? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one other person we didn't really talk about uh, for the Columbus game was Savarino. It was a poor performance from him. He kind of
0: got lost. I, I have to he, agree
1: with you on that. Yeah, he didn't do anything, really. And You know, part of that was that Columbus played well against him, and they probably focused a lot of their attention on him. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, he's our best, most creative attacking player, and we need more from him if we want to win. And
0: it it might be, you know, just like the the thought, you know, the thought of him coming back, and I know, like, we've really hyped him up. So there might be a lot of pressure on him to perform. I personally think that, you know, as he just gets back into the groove with things, cause you could, you could definitely tell that there, you know, there's, there's a lack of chemistry between him and the rest of the team. I think, um, yeah. At, at this moment. So as he, you know, continues to play for them, I think we will start to see, you know, everything we hoped and dreamed for, from him, but it's, it's just going to take some time.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I'm, i'm not worried
0: yeah he he just needs to find a way to get more involved
1: so yeah the next match is who we playing
0: the chicago fire
1: no way i think so
0: maybe not my no sorry it's minnesota oh sorry i saw something on instagram that said the the monarchs are playing the fire, something like that. Like RSL and U fifteen, I don't know what it was. MLS Next? Yeah. Is that the Monarchs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're playing Chicago Fire. We're playing Minnesota.
1: It's an away game.
0: It is an away game. Oh, on one- a Sunday. The Sabbath? Uh oh. Um, one, one thing I, th- I think we, we should mention, um, this was RSL's chance to actually leapfrog LAFC in the standings. Um. Now, it, the, a couple of things had to line up. First of all, RSL had to win against Columbus, which they did not. And then um, LAFC played the Red Bulls, and they had to lose to the Red Bulls, which they did not um but if those two things had happened rsl would have been number one in the west unfortunately they did not um also lafc is a is a game behind rsl they have played 16 rsl has played 17 um and they have a game to mind um on wednesday wednesday the 29th um we're recording this on tuesday so it hasn't happened yet um so, like, literally, they probably would have been ahead of them f- until Wednesday. But it would have been cool to say that yep. they, they were number one in the West.
1: We could have owned it for two days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the West is so tight right now. It
0: really is. Like, between, well, I mean, exclude LAFC because that, that seems right. Second and fifth are all three within three points of each other.
1: Yeah, well, and Galaxy and Sounders are in 6 and 7, and they've only played 15 matches. That is
0: true. They're they're a game behind everyone, two games behind some people.
1: Yeah, so once everyone is, you know, at the same number of matches played, 1 through 7 is going to be really, really, really tight. So the second half of the season, for us, is going to be a big deal. It's
0: going to matter a whole ton.
1: Yeah. It's almost like we're you know starting from square one
0: yeah everyone's
1: so close like there's no separation i mean granted it
0: we we are in a very good position we put ourselves in a very good position um with the results that we we've had against the teams that we've played if that makes sense we're in we're in a very good position for for who we who we've played so far
1: i'll tell you what right now if we don't have a home playoff match if we don't finish top four i will be slightly disappointed
0: you know i think that's fair to say especially with the way that they've been playing um but you know like it's kind of interesting because the the standings for the west have kind of like been flipped on their head a little bit because the, the top so the top four from last season um were Colorado, Seattle, um Sporting KC and then Portland. And Colorado, Portland, Sporting KC are 10, 11, 13 respectively. Seattle is has made it back into, into playoff contention, but those three have not done done well so far. So but it's 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 scary a little scary for us because they could start doing
1: we know that they have the potential to do that so yeah it happened before late it, yeah late season runs mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and well i mean colorado lost killing acosta which is a huge loss but they also gained yossi zardes
1: yeah they they had quite a few changes but ah, okay yeah it will be interesting second half the season here we go here we go Gearing up for the World Cup,
0: yay! Yep. Um, but all right, I think that's all that we're gonna do for this week. Um,
1: yep. Long episode for you guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: we had to, you know, fit in all the good stuff. So.
1: Yeah. Um. And uh, well, before we go, uh, we don't say this enough. Thanks, thanks to all our listeners. We appreciate you guys. Yes. We don't really know you that yes listening.
0: thanks but, thanks I, we know that you're out there
1: yeah we're so, sending this into the void
0: we're and and you guys are picking <laughs> up on it so um thank you yes thank you all for listening um you know maybe we'll we'll have to do some q a or something like that
1: get, yeah get you questions. guys involved or comments if you disagree and you, you think that we said something dumb let us know
0: if you think that we're dumb let us know that's <laughs> what i heard
1: oh shoot <laughs> did i cut out or are you just no no i
0: i was i was joking okay i never know no it, it, you know sometimes you do cut out so it's yeah it's okay Alaska we'll wi-fi all right but yeah i think that's where we're gonna end it um this week but yeah thank you guys for listening
1: Yep, we'll see you next time.
0: Yep, see you.